Blog Talk Radio. everyone from all around the world. This is Reverend Karen Heasley from the Spiritual Path Spiritual Church. And as I say every week, we are so happy that you have taken the time to join us today in our divine service. So sit back and relax. And now I'm going to turn the program over to Reverend Pam Lemon while she will do the principles. We'll start with the seven principles of spiritualism. First, the fatherhood of God. Second, the brotherhood of man. Third, the communion of spirits and the ministry of angels. Fourth, the continuous existence of the human soul. Fifth, personal responsibility. Sixth, Compensation and retribution hereafter for all the good and evil deeds done on earth. And seventh, eternal progress open to every human soul. And now follow along with our healing prayer. Divine Spirit, please send the light of protection to all that are here and around the world. We ask that you stay near to us, keeping us safe. We ask that your light shine down upon us, giving us the strength and faith to overcome the obstacles that were placed on our path. Divine Spirit, we ask that you send healing to those who are in need of help today. We ask that your healing light surrounds us and makes us whole again. Let your light, love, and power Restore us to perfect health. Amen. Amen. And now, sit in a comfortable position and gently close your eyes for this gentle meditation. Inhale deeply to fill your lungs with air. And then, exhale very slowly so you can feel the sensation of releasing the breath and letting go. Imagine being in a favorite place where you can relax. It may be in a forest, on a mountain trail, or on a beautiful seashore, or next to a beautiful bubbling stream or gentle waterfall. Anywhere you feel the most connected to your inner spirit. Breathe in deeply. And as you exhale, imagine letting go of all thoughts. As thoughts come into your mind, gently let them come and go. Do not struggle, but just observe and release them. Remember that this is Sunday and a day of rest. Let the slow, relaxing breathing you are doing Allow, allow you to have it wash over you 
and be peaceful. You may want to think of those things in your life which give you happiness or contentment. This is Mother's Day, so it might be a good day to give thanks if you are a mother of any type of individual or a mother of a little fur baby, too. You can give thanks for all the blessings you have. Continue to relax and breathe in deeply at your own pace. Fill the lungs and then breathe out, continuing to picture that favorite place you are experiencing in this quiet meditation. As you continue your gentle and focused breathing by inhaling deeply and filling the lungs, imagine as you breathe out letting go of any areas of physical tension starting from the top of your head radiating down through your body through your arms and legs down to the very tips of your toes and sense relaxation of your physical body entirely. As you continue breathing gently, imagine whatever you know would give you joy and picture what that joy would look like to you. In the past months of dealing with all the changes in our world, it may be that social interactions that you miss the most and now look forward to resuming. It may be something else, like traveling or resuming some of the regular activities you are used to doing, especially as the weather gets better and we look forward to the warm weather of spring and summer. Anytime you also can add the white light of protection to your meditation by picturing that white light starting from the center of your chest and filling you throughout your entire body. As you continue to breathe deeply in and out and relax and picture that white light filling you you now see it surrounding your body and extending outward to protect you and help you gain more peace. You can use that visualization before going out or doing any activity. You will find picturing it as a protection can help you begin your day. Now one more time. Inhale deeply, filling the lungs, and with the exhale, let go of thoughts and send gratitude for all you are thankful for. Deep breath in and slowly resume your normal breathing. Remember, you can use this method of meditation to relax and also recharge whenever you need to. God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you.
Now I'm going to turn the service over to Reverend Marilyn Fair. She will do the address. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. We all know that today is Mother's Day. Love takes on new takes on new forms, but there is nothing like the love of a mother. On this day, we try to put into words what our mothers meant to us. Some of you still have your mother in your life, so you don't feel the loss. You have the privilege of being in the presence of true love. When you lose your mother, you do have memories. Never forget the woman who praised you and let you and let you know all of the things you're doing wrong. We celebrate all mothers, stepmothers, grandmothers, aunts, and all of those women who looked out for our welfare. Looking back, I remember my first day of school. I didn't want to go, but my mother said I had to go. And she was there to give me the support and encouragement I needed to get through the day. That was just the beginning of the many times she would be there for me. She was truly the heart of our family. Today we honor all mothers, single, married, or divorced. Now we are going to go back in time to 1907. During a church service, 500 white carnations were handed out to honor mothers inspired by Julia Ward Howe. That has changed a little since then. People wear white carnations if their mother is in spirit. They wear red or pink carnations if their mother is still living. White carnations were Julia Ward Howe's mother's favorite. She was appalled when Flora saw an opportunity to sell flowers. She wanted to honor all mothers, not just her own. It was supposed to be a very giving and loving holiday. She didn't believe in greeting cards either. She got more and more upset when this holiday began to grow and flowers were being sent. She was horrified that florists were making money. Julia Ward Howe kept up her crusade until President Woodrow Wilson Wilson issued a proclamation asking Americans to give a public expression of reverence to mothers through the celebration of Mother's Day on the second Sunday in May. She never had children of her own. She ended up in a nursing home, and unknown by her, Her bills were paid by the florist exchange. The florist wanted to help her because she did so much to help them. When you look at many hymn books, you find the Battle Hymn of the Republic. This was written by Julia Ward Howe. She was so appalled by man's inhumanity toward another that she wrote this poem that was about war. She was a peace activist. She wanted everyone to live in love and harmony. She was quite the humanitarian. 
Rosa Parks is known as the mother of the modern civil rights movement. This quiet, unassuming woman changed a lot of lives. She was an African-American woman from Montgomery, Alabama. In the Old South, African-Americans were told to sit at the back of the city buses. But one day, she refused to sit at the back of the bus. This was unheard of in 1955, Alabama. She stood her ground and was arrested. But that one act got so much attention that a year later the laws were passed so African Americans could sit anywhere. We also have mothers that are important to spiritualists. The Fox sisters' mother. They were important in modern day spiritualism. The Fox sisters' mother played an important role in their lives. Their mother helped them supported them. She didn't understand too much about this religion of spiritualism, but she knew her daughters were important in the movement. She supported them the best way she could. She was there for them. The Fox sisters' mother had other children, but these two were in the public eye, and they needed her support. Sometimes the attention wasn't always good, but she always stood by them. They lived in the Victorian age, where women were expected to lead an unassuming life. Amy Post is called the mother of modern American spiritualism. Amy Post and her husband were peace activists and supported women's rights. They were very influential in their day. day. She and her husband, Isaac, lived in Rochester, New York. In 1842, they helped fund the Western New York Anti-Slavery Society. They had meetings in their home, and many important figures of the day would attend, including Frederick Douglass and Susan B. Anthony. Amy Post attended many conventions and signed the Just and Equal Rights of Women. She also became a member of the Equal Rights Association and the National Women's Suffrage Association. In 1872, she registered to vote, but was turned away at the polls. In 1848, the Post rented rooms to the Fox sisters, they introduced to the, she introduced the girls to the, their circle of friends and gave up their Quaker religion to become spiritualists. Amy became their mentor early in their careers, giving them advice, encouragement, and protection. The Post became leading defenders of the spiritualists in Rochester. Amy Post remained active with the social reforms until the end of her life in 1889. Mother Clara James Hyde was raised in Magnolia, Mississippi and spent her adult life in New Orleans. She was said to have healed a man in her hometown at the age of seven. In 
She played a vital role as Mother Hyde in spreading, in spreading spiritualism in the 1920s. She opened St. James Temple of Christian Faith Number 2, named after her father, Edmund James, in 1923. She established 38 spiritualist churches in five states. Quite an accomplishment. Many of her churches had white congregations. Mother Hyde was African American. She turned to prayer and spiritual guidance to fight the establishment. Mother Hyde was also known for her healing abilities. She used scripture and prayer to heal, and that helped her to identify and provide a cure. Her healing was a combination of spiritualism, Catholicism, and New Orleans hoodoo rituals that allowed her to treat many who were not a spiritualist. After her death in 1938, her protege, Mother Keller Morris, continued her healing tradition into the 1940s. Mother Keller Morris was a civil rights activist and delegate for the NAACP in New Orleans. She used Mother Hyde's ministry to not only heal, but to mount a political resistance to the social inequity of the day. Today is Mother, Mother's Day. Motherhood is one of God's greatest gifts to humanity. That's where we learned sacrifice, sharing, compassion, community, and much, much more. There is a Jewish saying, God couldn't be everywhere, so God made mothers. Our mothers are truly our rocks, supporting us through thick and thin, teaching us what we needed to get through life. If your mother is still living, be thankful and appreciate the moment you have with her. If your mother is gone, take this day to remember. If you didn't get along with your mother, then you must practice forgiveness. Thank you. Thank you. Now I'm going to turn the service over to Reverend Ashley Ash, and she will do the closing prayer. Thank you, Reverend Karen. This prayer is called Mother's Day. It's taken from a book of spiritualist prayer. O guided spirit of infinite wisdom, we come today in gratitude for the beauty that is provided to us in our lives here on earth. We come not to ask for things and conditions that we think we may need, but we come in thankfulness those things already provided by an intelligence that places into motion the conditions we need for our spiritual growth. So often we come begging without even giving thanks for what has already been given to us. So we pray that our gratitude can be felt, O God, 
for the perfect wonder of nature's seasons, for the treasured opportunities to feel the warmth of the springtime sunlight, to stand in awe of the magnificent colors of earth's foliage, and to inhale the sweet fragrance of the blossoms. It symbolizes for us birth and rebirth and reminds us of our own beginnings here. We bring to mind the faces of our own dear mothers as we recall the nurturing hands that cared for our well-being without realizing it. We took for granted their guidance and love. We now wonder why. We so often found fault with them instead of being grateful for their concern for us. It is a great comfort to know that the gratitude we now feel in our hearts can be felt by our mothers in spirit, for they are with us even today. We appreciate their continued love and support as we make our way in this life Love comes to us from many directions, but the love of a mother for a child is the most unconditional many of us will ever experience. It is a love to be cherished and nurtured. It is a love for which to be thankful. So we do ask just one thing today to be ever mindful that it is not entirely through our own power and intelligence that we have arrived. We had a lot of help along the way, and for this, we are humbly grateful. Amen. Amen. Thank, Thank you, you, Reverend Kuhn. Thank you. Um, I always like to say a little tidbit about spiritualism. And throughout the years, one question has always been brought to my attention that people ask me. And the one question is, do spiritualists believe in God? Yes, indeed we do. Our first principle, the fatherhood of God, refers to our acknowledgement that God is a universal presence and central to all things. Spiritualists may personally use different names for this, such as the God force, the divine spirit, or the great spirit. However, all have their understanding that God is the source of all life and all things. So if you're wondering out there, for all my listeners, yes, indeed, spiritualists do believe in God. Now I'd like to talk about, let's see, our circle on Wednesdays is growing and we have it every Wednesdays at 7 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time. And if you want to join, I always say this every week, send me an email at spiritualpath1 at yahoo.com. And I'll be sure to get you into the circle and you can join in with us. We always have some delightful topics that come up. Um, and we all are growing from each other. And I think that is such a wonderful, wonderful thing. Um, and also the church is putting together a lecture series that will probably be starting, um, I think, 
I'm not sure, but I think in June we're going to be starting the first lecture. And it'll be on our website, and I'll talk about it here as things progress and, and grow. And it'll be lectures on things that are about spiritualism. So I'm pretty excited about that, and I think everyone out there would love it to come and listen to these lectures because we can all learn and grow throughout our lives. Um, let me see. So I'm thinking about people. The church is closed, and we're hoping that we can get it open maybe within the next month or so uh, because we miss you all out there. I miss my congregation. I'd like to say a shout-out to all of them that you are sorely missed. But never forget, maybe the church is closed physically, but we are always here to help in whatever we can do for anybody. You can call me. You can email me. You can do whatever you need to do to get in touch with me. Um, and so with that, I always like to tell you that every week I tell you this. You are never alone. You must reach out. Reach out to somebody, some family member, some friend. If you feel like you just need to talk, you can also reach out here to the church. And with that, I like to say, may you be the light that helps others see. God bless you all, and have a great week. Take care.